Chelsea here with Solutions for Seniors podcast. Before we get started with episode three, I would like to thank Home Helpers of Bourbon A for sponsoring Solutions for Seniors. On today's episode, I'm going to be diving into the care options that we have during this pandemic. Picking the best care option for your loved one is hard enough, but with all the new obstacles and choices, everything is even harder. COVID-19, coronavirus, or plain old corona, whatever you want to call it, it's a pandemic with serious ramifications. However, there is already a lot of misinformation swarming the web and media. As good-natured as some of the information may be, it's not correct. I always suggest going straight to the source and visiting the CDC website for the most up-to-date information. That website is cdc.gov. One thing that we are hearing that does ring true is that older adults are among the group most at risk for both catching the virus and suffering fatally. This is why I'm recording this episode to talk about the best ways we can help. With all the information flying around, I'm here to give you a crash course on the best things you can do for your aging loved one or anyone with a compromised immune system. This crash course has less to do with the disease and more to do with the conditions of quarantine. With independent, assisted, and memory care communities continuing policies of highly structured and to minimum to no visitor policies during this COVID-19 pandemic, many families weigh the decision whether to bring mom and dad home temporarily or accept the isolation from their loved one. Both scenarios include unique challenges. Having a home care service can help ease anxiety and fill in care gaps created by COVID-19 whether they are in their home or in a senior living. As most independent, assisted, and memory care communities have implemented very strict guidelines, some of those guidelines are no visitors, no eating in the main dining, and residents to stay in their room, and if and when they do leave their room, they have to wear a face covering. As those seem harsh, they are implemented for the safety of our loved ones. With the new guidelines and rules, Our loved ones are becoming lonely and feeling isolated. But the biggest upside to an independent, assisted, or memory care community is that they have constant care, medication being given, meals, and human contact daily from the staff. Of course, the level of care your loved one is getting is based on the certain facility that they're in and the care that's offered. I'm just covering the basics. Another option is having your loved one stay in their home and hire a licensed company to send caregivers or CNA to come in and help with your loved one's care. In-home care services are going to have their own guidelines and procedures for their staff as well. When inquiring about the services, you can ask what policies they have in place. Most common things are going to be monitoring their staff's temperature, limiting patients, wearing masks, and any other guidelines suggested by the CDC. Having a home care aide can be anything from 24-7 care to just a couple hours a week. When starting with a home care service, you'll get an assessment. Whether that assessment is in-person or virtual, you, your loved one, and the care coordinator will be able to determine the proper amount of care needed. Again, each home care service is going to offer their own services and ways of offering care. So I'll just cover the basics. Having an aide come in, they can help with personal care, housekeeping, nutritional needs, shopping, errands, and provide companionship. 
Companionship is extremely important and especially in a difficult time like now. If neither of those seem like the right option for you and your loved one, there's always the option of having your parent come and stay with you and you assume all of their care. Having your loved one live with you gives you the option to make sure that all their care needs are met and they're comfortable and happy. Of course, that's a very large responsibility and commitment on your end. Take your time, reach out to relatives, friends, maybe even someone that's been in the same position as you. Call around, talk to different facilities, maybe call and talk to some home care agencies and see what your options are and what best suits you and your loved one. When finding the best care option for your loved one, there is no right answer. The right answer is what works best and fits into you and your loved one's lives. Whichever option works best for you guys, that's the right answer. Whichever option works best for you and your loved one, try to stay connected by FaceTiming with family or any other video chat. You or other family members can stop by their house or their facility and see each other through the window. Send them magazines, puzzles, or other games. Set up weekly or daily calls and stick to them. If you notice they're feeling down, send them flowers or their favorite treat. Staying connected and staying positive through this difficult time is what everybody needs. Lastly, if you do have a loved one that is still able to live alone, make sure to check on them every couple days. Help them set up medication and grocery delivery so they don't have to go out into the public. Try moving all needed doctor's appointments to virtual appointments and canceling any non-vital appointments. Thank you again for joining me this week and come back next week for another topic based on common challenges that we all face while caring for an aging loved one. Stay safe and well.